0: Care
1: cost. The edges around the world
2: in 50k. And the edge, John
3: Ben, and Sharon with you. Day three of Jono's sickness updates. As we always like to start the show with that. He's not good now. Not good today, guys.
4: Why are you here with your conjunctivitis or whatever the <laughs> I heck's got, going on? I've got
3: one devil eye. <laughs> My throat. Feels like I've swallowed 13 razor blades, but you know what? I'm still here <laughs> to prove a point for one comment that you made on Monday about me playing the long game we to
2: get the rest saying, of
3: the week we off. Keeps to a guy home. He's like, no,
2: no, no. You said, you said I was faking it. He's got a big
4: swan dry on, so he looks kind of like a turtle with a swan dry shell that he keeps kind of re- reclusing into. I probably
3: even by Friday, I'll probably have leprosy. And bits of my body will <laughs> be like, falling off. Still gotta go to work, mate. Still gotta get go. my hands falling off. So I'm just, I'm just whacking the desk with a, my, a nub of my arm. You only need.
4: One hand for the desk, mate. All
3: right. Well, Bang is here. He's having a laugh. <laughs> what do we got coming up? A massive show. Chainsmokers are going to be joining us on the show today. Yeah. Yes,
4: That's they cool. are. And also, uh, if you missed the KFC Edge Fest uh, announcement, we are going to go through the lineup. And also, we have a little secret huge news to tell you about Edgefest as well. So stick around for that. But next... We're going to put Ben there. Are you going
3: to do this? Yeah. Oh, She told me about this before the show. She, wants to, do, she wants to do something to you. I, I wasn't on board. Ben, I'd like to say, oh, no, I wasn't on board with it. <laughs> you said it not? was
4: a great idea. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. You said it was a great idea. Okay. So, well, stick around because coming up next, we're going to find out who the real Ben Boyce is. And what? we're going to find it out from the people that know him best,
0: John O'Brien and Sharon
3: on the Edge. Okay, we we're going to do something with Sharon. He came up with this horrific idea to embarrass Ben Boyce, our friend and colleague. I was against it, as I said just moments oh, ago. Oh my We not
4: ever. are,
3: we are. I, I, I don't want to do it, but Sharon's like, we've got to do it. But the boss is just running, and he said that we need to do something. He's more like, important. don't do it at all. So we're not going to do it, right? So uh, we wow. go, we're going to get to it very shortly. Uh-huh. But the boss is just coming in a panic because this morning something was announced. <laughs> Edge Fest is back 2017 10 years since the last one was it?
4: 11 years 11
3: years since the last Edge Fest
4: Pretty amazing that it is back and it's going to be going to Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch with such an incredible lineup.
3: Oh you got Fifth Harmony uh, Fifth Harmony Harmony was Fifth announced Harmony, this morning yeah.
4: Fifth Harmony Yuck. These people could Fifth Harmony could spell, sell out Spark Arena by themselves, but we're going to be taking them to Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch, which is pretty amazing.
3: Which is very uh, not greedy of them sharing that stage time. That's what I've always said about Fifth Harmony. So you've got Fifth Harmony, you've got Jonas Blue.
2: Yep.
4: Yeah, let's have a listen. Bit <laughs> Jonas Blue. This is their song, Mama. Yeah. And Fast Car. <laughs> then. So don't you
3: worry Kanks. about it. Awesome.
4: And then, Astrid S, who's never been to New Zealand before, so she'll make her New Zealand debut on our stage. I hope
3: she gives us her full last name when she fills out the customs card.
4: (laughs) And of course,
3: Mitch James, a friend of the station as well.
2: But that's not it, right? There's more to come.
4: No. So that's the exciting part, is that we have just found out about half an hour after we made that announcement that there is an artist to be added to the KFC Edgefest lineup that is even bigger than all of those people, including Fifth Harmony.
3: Now you may be wondering why Justin Bieber cancelled his World Purpose tour. <laughs> oh, you
0: okay,
3: may you be did. wondering this information. Now is that a coincidence? I don't know. We will find out Friday. Do you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to plant a seed, but you planted a seed. Justin you know Bieber could be coming to KFC Edgefest.
2: <laughs> I know who the
4: person is, and it is not Justin Bieber. Oh. But. It is somebody... How come you know and we don't? Because they don't trust you, especially Jono. But it is somebody oh, of the same calibre. our names. <laughs> same calibre. Same, same calibre as Justin Bieber? This is a person that could easily sell out multi- multiple Spark arenas. And if you want to know who it is, you need to listen this Friday to okay. JJ Dolman Randall at 7.30. You may
3: be wondering why One Direction broke up. Well, there's a reason. They wanted to get back together at KFC Fest. <laughs> the announcement this Friday. One I can action. see why they haven't told Jono now.
2: This eh? is
4: why they've not told Jono, yeah. and it is going to absolutely torture me that he does this for the next two days. <laughs> but seven thirty this Friday. Get ready to have your face blown off by the next artist at KFC Fest. Is it
3: bigger than what's lined up already? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's just say. say
4: that. Let's just say <laughs> multiple number one worldwide hits.
3: Wow. Okay, Nickelback <laughs> Nickelback are coming to Edge Fest
4: It's yeah. someone cool <laughs> Nickelback I are
3: coming to Edge like
1: Fest baby
3: cool. John Ben and Sharon On the Edge
4: We have got Ben's daughters in her work today Indie and Sienna Say hi girls Hello They are adorable But they're also little chatterboxes And we thought we would take advantage of that today And uh, let's find out who the real Ben is
3: That's right, hit the music
4: Get to know
3: Ben boys. Right, his daughters. Oh. Kids, they have no filter. You just tell the truth, <laughs> kids, remember? The truth is always the way. Okay.
4: Okay? okay first up. Indy, what, uh, how would you describe your dad? He
1: short hair. He has short hair. <laughs> he
4: does. Yeah, Sina, yeah. how would you describe your dad? <laughs> um... Mm. Has a small mouth? <laughs> no.
3: It's a tiny, he, tiny mouth. <laughs> no, he
4: wears my bracelet every day. He wears your <laughs> he bracelet? <laughs> he does. does wear a bracelet you made him okay. every day. Yeah. And he has
3: a very <laughs> tiny, tiny ears. Mouth. Ears. 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 ears.
4: ears. Okay. Oh, oh, tiny wow. mouth and ears. No, just little here. Just little ears. Here. Oh, here, here, little here.
3: Okay. What what gets daddy grumpy? Oh, I um, don't get grumpy at all, do I? Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, here we go. How, what makes him grumpy? If Bobo shakes. What's Bobo? Oh, the dog. No, oh, the dog.
2: So we got we got a fluffy white Samoid, and uh, the dog, he loves shaking in, in the lounge, and the, the fur goes everywhere. What, is
4: it? what does <laughs> he say? You get, you get
2: angry at a dog for shaking? <laughs> oh, he doesn't need to shake as much as he does. He just, uh, he just gets out uh, and he's like, I'm going to do it in front of you, because I can.
4: I heard that um, your dad does real stinky farts. Is that true? No. But he snores. <laughs> he snores! <laughs> does he <laughs> snore? Yeah. What, is a, what does your dad's snoring sound like? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty that good impression. That is a good Andy, I've you, heard that snore. Who wears the pants? Like, who's in charge, mum or dad? Mum. Mum? That's yeah, oh.
3: probably pretty true.
4: Daddy's second in charge? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the picking order's coming out. Okay. If
4: you pick, could you pick one word that describes your dad? What would it be? Um... What are you choosing? Happy. Oh, that's good to know, because we thought he was very sad. <laughs> what
3: about tiny
4: mouth? <laughs> no, that's not two word <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for letting us get, get to know, to know ben. ben.
3: You sing along,
2: too. Get, get to know Ben. <laughs> 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 Although, uh, Sienna, we um, we, had, we had a bit of a discussion in the car, didn't we? Yeah. A bit of a conversation about something that you wanted to have, and I said you were too young.
1: I wanted to get my nose pierced. Oh, you you want to get, get your nose pierced? Yeah. Can't do that. Get your nose pierced. Daddy said I can't get it pierced until I'm 18.
4: No, oh, oh, no. Yes. Let's make a
3: deal. Eight. eight no. I'm 28 this year. Happy birthday, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle John! will get your nose pierced. <laughs> no. What a lovely gift. <laughs> no. you
4: know you're so good. John. To Uncle John, you're out of my small <laughs> mouth. <laughs> no.
3: John, Auntie Sharon will do it. And what about an eyebrow <laughs> one as well? Eyebrow and nose. Yeah. No. Okay, nose, nose piercing for your birthday. John O'Bennett and Sharon. On the edge.
2: She's a singer, songwriter, activist, and now you can add a uh, bombs ambassador to that list. And she's joining us in the studio. It's Jamie
5: McDowell. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, yeah. yeah. To to welcome. Welcome yourself. Wow. Well. Yeah, I can welcome
3: myself. Cool. <laughs> okay. So you mentioned because you are the new uh, the model for Bonds Yeah. female yeah. underwear. Yes, I am. How's that gone for you? Good.
5: Great. Is it yeah. weird getting
3: naked? we well, not um, naked. Is it well, weird getting in your underpants? I
5: wasn't asked to get naked. No. But um, I mean, it was definitely odd seeing myself up on you know photographed that way because mm. i yeah. really <laughs> honed in on myself like <laughs> that. Right.
3: Yeah. Wow. There's a. <laughs> 20 metre high image of me and
1: my, and my underpants.
4: Yeah, because uh-huh. the last Bonds girl was Frankie Adams yes, yes. and uh, she was on every like bus stop when you drove by <laughs> which is probably going to be you and the new like, Bonds outfits as well. So are you ready for that for a whole lot of people to see you in your I your brown undies at the bus stop?
5: Yeah, I guess I don't... For me right now I'm kind of at a stage in life where I'm just pretty confident with what I've got and happy with the way I look and honestly don't think about it too much. That's I'm cool. more worried about... Probably like my grandma, I know she catches the dance
4: a lot <laughs> so that is the case. <laughs> it's always funny the bits that you don't like are the bits that other people are like oh I love that about your body. Like or my lazy po- eye. probably yeah.
5: don't even notice. You know? yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or your and, ship like,
3: tattoo. <laughs> Did you notice my ship tattoo and my lazy eye Jamie? Because I love those body bits of mine. <laughs>
5: oh fantastic. So no that was the cool thing about it is that when I, they asked me to do this campaign, I was surprised, actually, that they didn't ask, like, could you maybe send through a pic of what <laughs> you actually look like. I mean, for all they knew, I could have had, like, a I Love Shania Twain tattoo on my stomach, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That it, sounds like you want to yeah. get one. Yeah. That sounds like you want to get I Love Shania something that's happening soon. Question yeah.
2: for you, would you rather have that tattoo on your stomach or Jono's boat? Go on, Jono. Well,
5: the crazy thing is, my younger sister, who I was talking about with you before, a bit more edgy, but more cool than me, mm. she's just got her first tattoo, and in no way it is a boat with some floral...
1: Oh, we've
3: oh, got a bit of connection. <laughs> yeah, her yeah. arm and my overweight guts, <laughs> <laughs> which,
5: I I
3: love, main, way, yeah. which I love, by the way, which I love. I love my guts. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> and
4: so you should. Because you're doing music with your sister. You've been doing it for a wee while now. Yeah. Uh, the two of you are in a group called Junes. Yeah. How's that going? Has it been a good decision to work with your sister? It has.
5: You know, it's we're very different. We have very different um, perspectives, but I think that's made the music really interesting. So,
2: I met her yesterday, and yes, um, and yeah. she was saying that she um, because now and again we drop our dog off to like a, a doggy daycare, and yeah. she looks right. after. She, yeah, she looks after our dog. She does, um,
5: so she works at a uh, doggy daycare. Uh, no, and, uh, no. and
2: I was like, "Is the dog a pain in the ass?" And she said,
3: and "You could tell she wanted to say yes, but she was too polite to say yes." She's like, "Well, no. oh, he's very vocal." Can I, for the record, say a doggy daycare <laughs> sounds like the wankiest shit ever? And also, <laughs> don't you ever mock the weird stuff I do for my dog after
4: <laughs> you take it to daycare? Yeah. No, no
2: crap. They get a report card. They get a report card. Oh my
5: I I said to her, why don't you come along today and talk about the music. She was like, I can't get out of work. Like, it's very serious. Yeah. They can't just leave the animals. So you've also been over in
4: Nashville writing music. That's so exciting.
5: Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a different journey. But there's so many open mic nights. And the thing, though, about it is that everyone does recognise Nashville as a place to be, like, discovered. Right. So there are a lot of, like... The yeah, average
3: punter. There's a few, few shitters. Do you have to put on an accent when you go over there? When you're living in no, Nashville for people to understand you?
5: Uh... No, I thought that was the cool thing, was that because you were a foreigner, it was sort of much more interesting, whatever you played. Yeah. People were so excited that you're from somewhere else. And you're
3: like, could I, show me here from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah,
5: but a lot of people don't know. I mean, it's still in this day and age, we're very confused as to where New Zealand was. Oh, yeah. So, and they're like, wow, New Zealand, that's a lot of water to fly over. Like, I don't know if I could fly over that much water. Yeah. It's <laughs> a,
4: a, a, a lot of water. They're
5: not There's a lot of water. And you don't know what to say, right? You're like, you're like no,
3: sure you're right. is.
2: <laughs> if only there was a way you could fly over that water. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it now. Okay, so we got you to do a cover challenge today. We're getting yes. you to do a cover challenge today. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So uh, Malibu by Miley Cyrus. Yes. Mm. And do remember if you want to look like Jamie under your clothes or maybe you don't want to wear clothes, then make sure you check out the new oh. women's bonds range that uh, Jamie is modelling. <laughs> Let's do the cover challenge right now. Jamie McDowell doing Malibu by Miley Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I never came to the beach, or sat by the ocean. I never sat by the shore, under the sun with my feet in the sand. But you brought me here, and I'm happy that you did. Cause now I'm as free as birds catching the wind. I always thought I was sing So I never swim I never went boat Don't get how they are floating And sometimes I get so scared Of what I can't understand But here I am Next to
4: Adele doing Miley Cyrus's Malibu, you know, You're what, very good.
3: What winds me up about that song is it just stops. <laughs> well,
4: what not when Jamie does it. No, not when you
3: did it, but when she does, it, she's like, "Ding it, ding it, ding." Just the song just stops. All right, mate. He thought that
4: it had been loaded into our like each system
5: wrong. Should have had one of those old school fade out. Yeah, just
3: like a. All I wanted was a dinga dinga ding. ding. Ah, But it just goes dinga dinga. You
0: should
5: tell her that. I'll email her. You let her know. (laughs)
3: You you should tell her that
2: because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jamie Dow, great to catch up with you. Guys, congratulations on being the new face of Bonds. Thank you. Yeah. And
3: Sharon. On the edge. Okay, next week it's going down. It's John O'Ben and Sharon's 30 hours, 30 interviews. Um, it's a world record attempt.
2: Yeah, for the longest amount of interviews. Well, the longest time interviewing. It's uh, currently at, well it was 26 hours by Tim Sherbolt. Now it's gone to 30 hours, and the Norwegians have got it.
4: Mm. Not the
3: Norwegians yeah. so if I hate those Norwegians
4: no I've, always said, I've always
3: said it to you too no I? Like The first day we started working together I was like, <laughs> one thing you need to know about me I am not a fan of Norwegians
4: Ben's wise Norwegian <laughs>
3: yeah. my, my saying is, no way, Norway
2: Okay. That's
4: what I've always oh, said
2: Anyway, um, The person who had the record for New Zealand That we're trying to win back uh, Was uh, Tim Shadbolt Mayor of Invercargill and We've been we... trying to get
3: hold of him for two days Should we give him another call? Okay let's go through to Mayor Tim Because uh, Karen sent his number through the other day I think everyone in Invercargill's got it
4: though. Oh that's right That's how he gets everyone to vote for him
3: What just hands uh, out his personal out his number You call me Here we go Hello Shadbolt It's John O'Brien and Sharon here from The Edge mate Oh, good on
1: good on Yeah, you're good on us, good <laughs> on us, and good
3: on you for answering your phone, Tim. How are you going?
1: Good, I've just come back from a local government conference, and the big subject we wrestled with was cats. Oh! <laughs> cats!
3: How long did you have to talk about <laughs> cats for, Tim?
1: Oh, well, I, I, I could talk forever about <laughs> cats, but... On this occasion, I just had speaking rights of about three minutes.
2: Well, because you can talk to talk forever, because I was looking over the weekend. You had the world record for the longest
3: ever TV interview.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we still have, I think. No, the filthy Norwegians oh, took it off you. Yeah. Tim. Oh, yeah, but they don't count. Oh! No, no, there's rules. It's like any competition, there's rules. And as far as I'm concerned, you've got to play by the rules. Ah. Now, the rules are you're only allowed five minutes break every hour. You're, you've are got to have a witness, a professional, like a teacher or a lawyer or something, recording what you what is roughly just the minutes of what you're saying. And then you got to, um, and if you want to be a published Guinness Book of Records, then you've got to have an official from the Guinness Book of Records committee actually witnessing your uh, attempt.
4: Oh, Tim, so it sounds... It's trickier than you think. So sounds not- <laughs> like you're trying to talk John and Ben out of this so that you don't have to do it again. <laughs>
1: Oh no, no no no! You know you can do the unpublished. I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> it's like if
3: you want to get published, like I was. The Norwegians had no
1: witnesses at all. They could have just been sitting in a cafe bloody swilling lattes. That's <laughs> what <know? laughs> so those Norwegians do, That's sit Norway. in those cafes.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, all right. I so. think you're I think you're confusing Norwegians for Aucklanders too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well
2: we're, we're thinking we yeah. might try and go uh, 30 hours of interviews, but we're not. We're not. Well, we haven't got anyone like yourself to talk to for the
1: whole
3: time. Because we wouldn't be able to beat your record.
1: No, well, uh, anyone can do it. And anyone could do an attempt, you know. And, and, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we're going uh, to try
2: and go... If you want to be published, I'm just saying <laughs> if you want to... It's not my rules, no. It's the Guinness Book of Records Committee. If you want, Do you want to be published, Ben? No, please? I don't know. I just want to go 30 hours of talking as a broadcast. Well, so what we're doing, too... Oh, that's all right.
3: That's... We're not going to do one continuous interview. We're going to try and do 30 interviews over 30 hours.
1: Ooh. So it's not the same oh, record. Oh,
3: okay.
2: We want to know, will you, would you be one of our interviews for yeah, our 30 hours. of course hours.
1: I would. You know me. but I let you do can kick things off with Tim
2: Shabba. It would be pretty
4: amazing. Ooh, that would be good. Right. We can go through when the rules.
1: Starting, no, if you check with the secretary, I don't make the rules there.
4: Oh, easy. Oh, now he's not <laughs> a stickler for the rules. Uh, Thursday, Friday next
2: week, I think we'll, we'll try and get our people to talk to, to your people and uh, see if we can okay. get you in.
1: Yep, that'd be great. I'm sure we could Look, fill up
2: woo! we could we could fill up an hour talking about the rules to how you're getting the Guinness
0: records. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. I don't want ask I don't want ask any more questions in, ca- in case we run out of chat for our for our hour, Tim. No, the cats just swat up everything you can about cats. Oh, yeah. a oh, hot okay. Topic of local government. A lot of at cats. I say Gareth
1: Morgan them all. That's my opinion. <laughs> oh
3: wow! Good on you, Tim. <laughs> Lovely talking to you. We'll see you next week. Look for those. John Ben and
4: Sharon. On the
2: edge. The
4: Chainsmokers.
2: We ain't never in Very exciting news today. The Chainsmokers are bringing in their Memories Do Not Open World Tour to New Zealand later this year, October 24th. And uh, joining us on the line right now from the Chainsmokers. I think he's there.
4: Alex, you there, buddy?
3: I nice can hear you guys. Here hey. he is.
4: Here he is. Alex. Hey. Oh, How are you What's going? On? I feel like we were more
6: excited than you were. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, I'm i pumped. I'm like, I'm a little stoned right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Just uh, hitting the
4: old bucky-bomb <laughs> in the afternoon. Good on you, buddy.
6: Well, like, so I, like, my girlfriend lives with me and we're always, she's always here, like, you know, which is great. I love having her, you know, we've been together forever. But she left to go to New York tonight for the first, so I've never been alone in my house. Ever, never. This is the first time I've ever been alone in my house. So
3: you're like, I'm gonna slam some weed.
6: <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh,
2: <laughs> we are we are bloody excited that you guys are coming to New Zealand in October.
6: Oh my god, I'm so pumped. I mean, we had such a great time there when we were there uh, in 2014, I think it was. Um, we're really pumped to come back.
3: Now we're we're a small country, and all we yearn for is <laughs> the adulation uh, from those who belong to bigger countries. Just say one nice thing about New Zealand, and we'll love you forever, Alex.
6: <laughs> but, once, but it's got to be something specific. <laughs> well, I don't know, remember the name of the hotel we stayed at? But we stayed at a small hotel in the city, and it had the best juice I've ever had <laughs> in my life. This TV juice, I literally haven't forgot about it. Been like what? <laughs> now four years. Four years. Like, that's, like, that's
3: what
2: we've got. Like, yeah, yeah. hear that New Zealand, best, best juice in the world. Best,
4: best hotel <laughs> juice. Best hotel <laughs> juice. That is great. So
3: you've tickled the cockles of our heart, Alex.
4: <laughs> so, Alex, what else, I'm like so intrigued about you being alone for the first time in your house. Like, What, what else are you going to get up to? Like, what's the dream?
6: I mean, I'm like figuring that out as we go right now. I'm kind of scared actually, to actually be honest with you because I'm like in the woods and I'm like a little bit afraid of the dark so I'm kind of just like keeping all the lights on and, Chilling, in, but uh, I got my dog here Fell into so we'll,
2: I don't know maybe we'll take a hot tub together. Me,
6: me and my puppy. Me
3: and the dog. Nice. I lo- so many options. <laughs> I love it how no matter how famous you get, no matter how rich you get, when your girlfriend goes away, you just smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to find out about it. Actually, speaking of your girlfriend
2: I heard a story about how you were meant to go on a date with her, and you and you kind of like stood her up because you were recording with Chris Martin. But then you smoothed things over afterwards. How the heck did you smooth things over after standing her up?
6: Yeah, so, well, first of all, she's, like, a bigger Chris... I mean, I'm a big Chris Martin fan, but she is, like... She would leave me for Chris Martin in a second. <laughs> and uh, and we were, like... So, I was, like, babe, I know I just got back from tour. Like, this is usually our date night, but, like, I got to go to Malibu. Chris Martin, who says he wants to get in the studio, us. she was, like, you go and, like, don't look back. And I was, like, amazing. So, when I got there, you know, we that's when we wrote something just like this. And then I was, like, at the end of the session, everyone was really happy. And I was, like, listen, Chris, like... I hate to do this to you, but my girlfriend's such a huge fan and I kind of like boxed our date night. Like, could you maybe just like on video just say like, hey, what's up, Tori? And he's like, I got you even one better. And he sits down at the piano, his grand piano, puts the phone up in front of him and literally writes a song for her right there on the spot that's like 45 seconds long. Wow. And it's like, the most incredible thing I've ever seen and I, I honestly should have not even given it to her till I was in like the doghouse because <laughs> I would have been like it was like the best get out of jail free card ever that I just like blew comp- for no reason you know but uh, but it was pretty pretty amazing I gotta wow. say see that,
4: that's I find that an amazing story because like when I see Chris Martin dating people like Jennifer Lawrence and stuff I'm like how the heck did he get that young hot bird and then I'm like oh I hear stories of that I'm like oh that's <laughs> That's how we did it. So, Alex, I have to ask you because I know that uh, you're a massive, massive Lincoln Park fan, and if, the whole world was devastated by the the news about Chester last week. Um, there was talk of you guys doing a collaboration with them, and I was just wondering if that ever actually happened. Did you ever hit the studio with Chester, or hit the studio with the other members of Lincoln Park?
6: Uh, unfortunately, we, you know, we didn't. Um, when they hit us up about all that stuff. It was like right, almost done with our album, but we were like right in the worst part of it, where we're like really stressed out. And it was kind of like the way we left. It was like we absolutely loved to We got to finish our album, then we like go on tour. But like, you know, it's crazy. What's I mean? What's really sad is it's kind of like you say, like, well, we're, none of us are going anywhere. So this will happen. You know what I mean? Because uh, they're such a huge inspiration of ours, and you know, unfortunately, obviously, you know, the Chester, you know, left us and. It's devastating, and I guess that's like a good message forever is like, you know, you just never know, and you can't really always just put things off assuming that, you know, you'll have time to get them done in the future. It's really just upsetting to think about how that all went down.
1: John Ben and Sharon on The
6: Edge. The
3: Chainsmokers. Still on the line in L.A., it's Alex from The Chainsmokers. I was uh, watching an interview with you guys and Larry King now oh, he's like a legendary news mm-hmm, presenter. Yeah, right. it looked like Larry was barely breathing. <laughs>
6: I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're still yeah, alive. Was, yeah, it was actually funny because I was like, "Come on!" Like sometimes you get asked to do press, and you're just like, "None of our like our audience isn't gonna watch this." Like, who are we appealing to right now? You know what I mean? And turns out, like. Larry King's got mad fans. Like, everyone watched that interview. <laughs> so we were,
3: but, yeah, yeah you actually, uh, you guys told a really amazing story um, about what you've seen in your live shows. I mean, being live DJs, you must see a lot of crazy stuff out in the crowd. But there's a story about a lady who shaved her head.
6: Yeah. Uh, so I got to come clean. I made that up. The story's a complete lie.
2: Oh! oh. I told me the got story today. Of,
6: yeah, I just got tired of telling, not be, having a good story <laughs> on hand. So I was like, I'm just going to create my own story. And I told, I've told it for like a year, probably straight to everyone. Yeah, I'm really good at telling it. I I can like, basically the story was is that Drew and I are a show in Italy, in Trevino. And this girl is in the front of the barricade and she's just like looking totally miserable, straight, dead shot in us in the eyes. And we can't help but like feel weird. And so she just, out of nowhere, just pulls like a full buzzer out and starts shaving part of her head off, like clumps of hair and and just like not like stone cold and then she would take the clumps and just shove them in her mouth <laughs> and she did it so she was like had you know hair coming out of her mouth and then she (laughs) just kind of like faded back into the crowd and that's the story i've been telling as a lie (laughs) it's a lie we got the scoop
4: (laughs) i interviewed you last year and you told me that story and you swore it was true
6: (laughs) i gotta come up with a new one now
3: you know what i love the detail of it too you've got specific place in italy we've
2: got alex with us with the chain smokers just announced their show in october i am going to ask another question then, because is this one true that you and uh, Drew got into a fist fight in Mexico, ended up sort of, Ooh. you know, ending up
6: with a sort of blood all over each other's faces? Yeah, we've been in two fist fights. That was the first one. Uh, it was like, uh, I don't even, the second one's kind of better. The second one, we were in uh, Mallorca in Spain, and he, Drew, crowd surfed at this club, BCM. And we were like, we played after Nervo, we were like both pretty drunk and, uh, it was, like, probably, like, 5.30 in the morning, and crowdsurfed crowd surfed, and his phone fell out of his pocket. So, you know, like, when you lose your phone, you're, like, all pissed off. Yeah. And he was, like... And I was, like... I was, like, a dickhead, and I was, like, well, you shouldn't crowd surf with your phone. <laughs> and mind you, we're like, we're in the middle of DJing right now. And he just gets, like, all up in my face, and then I... I'm, like, bigger than Drew, so then I, like, kind of push him into, like, the side of the DJ wall, and mind you, like, the owner, like, all these girls and people are in the booth, and they're, like, what the hell is going on there? <laughs> And and. So I kind of got Drew pinned up against the wall, and then he headbutts me, (laughs) and with my, like, eyebrow open, and I start bleeding down my face. And at that point, we just start laughing, and we, like, hug each other. And, like, the people who own the club are like, you Americans are sick bastards.
3: (laughs) Can I say in your defense, Alex, can I say in your defense, who goes crowd surfing with a cell phone in their pocket? (laughs) You were right.
6: I thought I was kind of right, but it was funny. And I was like, "Well, who headbutt? Like he elevated that so much. But, uh, we was now, now we like just know what, what, like you know, we know each other well enough, and just to like let the other one have a second.
3: Congratulations on all the success that uh, yourself and Drew have had with the Chain Smokers. You, uh, you write a hell of a catchy tune. You must, you must better sitting in the recording studio Thank going, you. "Shit, we write some catchy songs."
6: <laughs> <laughs> we're, no, we, are, we're always like so critical. It's our friends. We like make a song, and I'll we'll be like, "I think this is dope." But I don't know. Like I'm too close to it now. And then we'll like basically have like a party at one of our houses for like just our close friends. And we'll just like put on songs without any telling anyone. And if someone's like, "Yo, what was this one?" Like play that again. Then we're like, "Okay, we're on to something right now." Um, wow. So we kind of have sneaky ways of like picking out what we think is gonna work. Well, um, we're so excited to have you guys here in October.
2: Hopefully you'll come hang out with us up here at the Edge, and we we'll look forward to seeing you when you get to New Zealand. And have some juice with you.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Look forward to it. Take care, guys.
4: That was another fine John Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the Jono, Ben and Sharon
1: 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.